0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to a Monday. Welcome in. Made it through a weekend. Welcome in to Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio Monday, July 25th. It'll be August 1st next Monday. That means we're close to football. Jim Lewis with me. It's cold in here, Jim. Are you Are you a little cold? You want me to turn the heat up Freezing. a little bit for you? Oh, my right. gosh. I feel like I'm still at the Bats game on Saturday <laughs> night. Yeah, I was it's, here Saturday night running the game. And- it's so hot in this studio. The air conditioner. If Dugan, if you're listening, it's time to call uh, on somebody to get in here and get this <laughs> fixed. I sent him a message Friday night or Saturday night saying it's I don't mind it warm, but it's a little toasty. I took the little man, the the grandson, Ox, Owen Xavier, took him out to the uh, Bats Iron Man night, Marvel Iron Man night. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing better except for he doesn't want to walk. He's three. You got to hold him. And sweating bullets, just sweating bullets. But got to meet Iron Man, watched about four innings. It was time to go home after that. M&M Cards hotline is open, 384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to text the show, you can do that on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, it's Summer Cash Bash. at Thornton's each week, one lucky Refreshing Rewards member will win $10,000. That happens all summer long with the grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, and you are entered. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Bud Light 12-packs, Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, large Doritos, many more, using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton Summer Cash Bash going on now. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, become one today. Text REWARDS to 80313. That's REWARDS to 80313. Uh, A lot to get to today, even though, as I say, just about every day during July, it's a dead period in sports. All-star baseball game last weekend. I'm going to start a new thing in the second segment this week called Good Weekend, Bad Weekend. Who had a good weekend? Who had a bad weekend? And I'm talking NASCAR. I'm talking golf. Talking, th- I'm pro- I could talk track and field, but I'm not going to. I guess I just did, actually. But I'm not going to go to the uh, world championships where Sydney McLaughlin and Abby Steiner, a couple of former U.K. athletes, shined And the U.S. won 33 world championships in track and field. So I'm not going to talk about it. That's it. Charles Barkley saw him today. He was interviewed on the Dan Patrick Show. Um, Insightful stuff about the Live Tour and whether or not he is going to go be a broadcaster on the Live Tour. I'll talk a little bit about that. A couple of St. Louis Cardinals and a couple of important St. Louis Cardinals are not going to Toronto for the two-game series because they have not been vaccinated properly. Canada, you have to have both vaccinations or one Johnson & Johnson vaccination. Uh, And if you don't and you come into the country, that's a 14-day quarantine before you can leave the country. Well, I guess two games without these two guys is better than 12 games without them. So uh, two members. Now, Kansas City Royals had 10 members that couldn't travel to Toronto. About Two weeks ago. We talked about it. And it was Kansas City Royals. They're in last place in the American League Central. So does it really matter? I mean, Jim and I could have taken three or four guys and gone up there and played for the Kansas City Royals. And I don't think anybody would have known any difference. But this is the St. Louis Cardinals. They're two and a half behind Milwaukee in the uh, uh, National League Central vying for a playoff spot, and when it comes right down to it, at the end of the year, if you miss the playoffs by one game or by two games, or maybe you don't win the division by a game, and you get in the playoffs but you're a wild card and you get knocked out early, this is the, these are the two dates to look at. Tuesday and Wednesday this week, St. Louis at Toronto, only time this season, and it's uh, it's only two games. I get that. They could be two important games. We're almost in August. The pennant races are, just like this studio, heating up. And if these two guys are not on the team for those two games, and Toronto, who's hot right now, beats the Cardinals twice, I'm marking it down because I'm bringing it back in October, early October, late September, when the Cardinals don't make the playoffs. Why is it not important enough as a teammate – to get these vaccinations. I understand. It's my choice, my body. I don't want to put that into my body. Uh, We heard a a player earlier, NBA player, Andrew Wiggins, of the world champion Golden State Warriors, now saying he wishes he had not gotten the vaccine. But he did. He did it so that he could play with his teammates, help his team win. They won a championship. And now he regrets having done it. But the fact that he did do it and did play, they did win a title. He was one of the best players on the court for the Golden State Warriors. No offense to Steph Curry or Clay Thompson or Draymond Green, but Andrew Wiggins was as good as just about anybody, not named Steph Curry, on the court. They needed him. He was there throughout the season. The Cardinals need Nolan Arenado and Paul Gochman. They are two All-stars, two future Hall of Famers. Paul Goldschmidt is having the year of his career right now. They bat 3-4 in the lineup, or 2-3 in the lineup. They're right there in the middle of everything that St. Louis does offensively. If I'm the Blue Jays, I am jumping up and down right now. We're at home, and Arenado and Goldschmidt aren't coming to play? Okay, we'll take that. So um, those are your two guys for the Cardinals that aren't going to be in Toronto for games Tuesday and Wednesday. But they'll be back in the lineup, I'm sure, Friday. Uh, A terrific golf movie was released 42 years ago today. We'll get to that. Big Ten Media Days is tomorrow, starts tomorrow. And again, new segment called Good Weekend, Bad Weekend. We'll start that off uh, in uh, segment number two here. We start with the NBA. I didn't have a whole lot going here. I wrote down all the baseball scores last night, and I'm looking, what am I going to do today? And then all of a sudden, a Woj bomb comes out today. Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN senior basketball writer, senior NBA writer, reports that Kevin Durant to the Celtics might be a thing. Now, we heard the heat, and we heard the Suns. Uh, Neither of those things came to fruition. The heat, it was going to be impossible because the heat were ready to trade Bam Adebayo and maybe Tyler Hero, to Brooklyn with some draft picks to get Kevin Durant. But there is a rule in the NBA, certain kinds of contracts, you can only have one per team. And Ben Simmons of the Brooklyn Nets has the same type of contract that Bam Adebayo, former Kentucky Wildcat, has for the Miami Heat. So they are not allowed to be on the same team together. It seems bizarre but salary cap issue and a collective bargaining agreement and all of that technical uh, lawyer stuff makes it so that Ben Simmons and Bam Adebayo can't be on the same team. So in order for Brooklyn to get Adebayo and maybe Hero and, and some draft picks from Miami for Durant, they would have to somehow unload the contract of Ben Simmons on another team. And as we saw last year, nobody really wanted Ben Simmons. The Nets took the bullet because they were trying to get rid of James Hart. Ben Simmons didn't play all of last year. We'll see if he plays next year. But he's on the Nets roster, and he's not going anywhere. So the KD to Miami scenario ended quickly. Phoenix, well, I think Brooklyn started the conversation with Devin Booker, and Phoenix said, nope, stop the conversation right there. We got a big roster here. We got Cam Johnson. We got uh, Bridges. We've got DeAndre Ayton. we got a lot of guys we can ship to you with some draft picks, but we're not sending Devin Booker your way. You can forget it. And Brooklyn said, well, then, thanks for playing. You'll get some uh, nice door prizes on your way out. Parting gifts, I think Bob Barker used to call them. Get some nice parting gifts. Contestants not appearing on stage. Absolutely. And, and you know, you get the uh, the uh, board game version of the show. But the home game. Home game, yeah. Uh, some some – some uh, cleanser for your car, a turtle wax, a, a yeah, year's supply of turtle wax. <laughs> so Phoenix said no thank you. So it was dead for about a week. All of a sudden we're thinking, okay, looks like KD, who by the way is still under four more years in, on his contract with Brooklyn, it looked like he was going to remain a Brooklyn net. They're going to finally figure out a way to ship Kyrie out of there, maybe to the Lakers. And it's a chance for Durant, who picked, handpicked the coach, Steve Nash, to say, okay, this is your team, Kevin. Let's see what you can do. We got Ben Simmons here. We got Joe Harris, who's back from a uh, season long injury. He's your shooter. We got uh, Seth Curry, not Steph, but Seth Curry in the lineup, and we'll try to get some more parts for you. And now all of a sudden this morning, the Woj bomb comes down. Apparently, the Celtics offer Jalen Brown, who may have been their best player in the playoffs, uh, and some picks, and maybe Grant Williams for Kevin Durant. And it looks as if, at least according to, not Woj, but Shams Terrania, another NBA reporter, it looks as though Brooklyn said, no, but let's keep talking. We don't like that. Now, Brooklyn wants uh, Jason Tatum. I don't blame him. All-NBA first team last year, young, exciting, going to be a superstar, if he's not already. Didn't play great in the playoffs, had a couple of really good games, but overall, Turned the ball over a lot. Wasn't ready for the big stage. In fact, this Celtics team was surprised to be in the finals. They weren't supposed to be there this year. They're young. Other than Al Horford, it's a very young team. They got a great center defensively in Robert Williams. Marcus Smart came into his own finally. They've added Malcolm Brogdon, which is the need that they had at the end of the playoffs or actually midway through those finals my thought process as a Celtic fan was, boy, if they only had a point guard. They got a, they had a bunch of guys trying to play point guard. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they were all trying to bring the ball up the floor. Even Al Horford at times had to bring the ball up the court. They didn't have a point guard. Well, they've they've addressed that, and they didn't lose anything to get Malcolm Brogdon. They've now got a legitimate ball-handling, table-setting, get everybody in the right position, point guard. So the question I have, and I'm a Celtic fan, why? The Celtics right now, if you go to DraftKings, are the favorites to win the NBA title next year. Why mess with that? Why get rid of this young nucleus? Blow it up, as the kids say. Why blow this up? You got Jalen Brown, all-star talent. You got Jason Tatum going to be an all-NBA for years to come. Horford is a little long in the tooth, but he's a veteran presence you like. The bench guys, like Grant Williams, Robert Williams in the middle of that defense, again, young. And Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year in the NBA last year. What are you doing? What are you doing? Somebody brought this up. Kevin Durant, When he was with Oklahoma City, they lost to Golden State, so he went to Golden State and won won a title or two, won two titles. Now he's with Brooklyn. Brooklyn got swept by the Celtics, so he's going to go to Boston now. Apparently, the deal the Celtics offered was not quite good enough, so they're still going to negotiate. I am not a fan of this move as a Celtic backer. And if you're Brooklyn, you have leverage here. You got the best, maybe the best player in the game. Top two, top three at worst. And Kevin Durant. Build around him. You got four years of control here. And look, I understand that the superstar has more control even when they're under contract than the team does. Please trade me. You don't have to. You don't have to trade him. And if he doesn't want to play, then you don't pay him. It's pretty simple. It's not a guaranteed contract. I'm, I'm shocked, not as an NBA fan. NBA fan, okay. NBA guy that watches all this. I, you know, this happens all the time. And maybe there was nothing to talk about today. Right? Maybe there was nothing to talk about. So Woj just says, hey, let's." Uh, by the way, Celtics and the Nets are talking. Let's put that out there. They are talking. And they have talked. Jalen Brown on his uh, Instagram page today put a little picture of himself with SMH. For you kids out there, or I should say, for you old people out there, that means shaking my head. He doesn't understand it. I don't understand it. Texter says, as another Celtic fan, I agree. Why would you blow it up? And keep this in mind. When Danny Ainge was the general manager of the Celtics, president of basketball operations, I think was his official title, the Celtics won the championship with Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and Paul Pierce and Ray John Rondo. And it didn't take long. They traded to Brooklyn, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Got a bunch of draft picks. And because they made that trade of the older veteran players who, boss, who uh, Brooklyn was salivating about, the Celtics got great draft picks back, and they built the team that they are today. But Danny Ainge is gone. Now Brooklyn is trying to take a page from the Celtics book. We're going to trade you Kevin Durant. We're going to get a player that's eight years younger in Jalen Brown, seven years younger in Jalen Brown, and we're going to get a bunch of draft picks. And we're going to do to you what you did to us, and we're going to use those draft picks wisely, and we are going to build a great team. Haven't you seen this before, Celtics? You were on the winning end of this kind of a trade. Don't don't be fooled here. Somebody get Danny Ainge on the phone. He's in Utah now. Somebody get him on the phone. Hey, Danny, would you make this trade? He would say, absolutely not if I'm in charge of the Celtics. As a Celtic fan, would I love to have Kevin Durant on the team? Yes. Yes. Unbelievable talent. At the expense of losing Jalen Brown and a bunch of draft picks and maybe Grant Williams or maybe Robert Williams? No not for a second, because this young team that was in the NBA Finals this year is poised to be great for a few years to come. And I think there's only one year left on Jalen Brown's contract. Maybe that's part of it. But enjoy that year and win a title. You're favored to do so. You've got everything in place to do so, especially now that you've got a point guard in Malcolm Brogdon. The one Piece that was missing from what could have been a championship team last year. (sighs) Ah, yeah, tough day for me, Jim. Tough day to get out of bed to that news. Yeah, not good. It would be like if my Cubs were going to trade Wilson Contreras. Oh, wait a minute, they're going to. Oh my gosh, Major League Baseball trade deadline is next Tuesday. I expect uh, Wilson who's pretty much the last member hanging on of that championship team of 2016, I expect him to be gone. Kyle Hendricks is still there. Jason Hayward is still there. But uh, they're certainly not the players that Contreras is right now. All right, we'll take a break. Good weekend, bad weekend on the other side. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on The Big X. Anyway, you Welcome back. Spears on Sports. Presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage Hotline Open. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. If you'd like to text the show, you can hit me up on the Thornton's Text Machine, 502-414-1450. Tired of buying expensive sunglasses, only to lose or break them, or worse, you never even wear them because you don't want to get them dirty. Let me tell you about Shady Rays, an independent American-owned company started in Kentucky. Shady Rays is changing the way you wear sunglasses. They offer an industry-best combination of fit, style, and performance without the big brand price tag, and it doesn't stop at the quality. Shady Rays offers the most insane warranty in all of eyewear, every pair backed by lost and broken replacements. You lose them, you break them. Even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. Shady Rays also provides ten meals to fight hunger in America with every order. They've donated over twenty million meals to date. Look good in your shades, feel good by making an impact. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair. Return them for free within thirty days. No risk when you shop with Shady Rays, the team that always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays offering twenty five percent off. You can try them out, see what they're all about. And use the code Big at checkout for twenty five percent off all adult shades. Saw a lot of Shady Rays. At the uh, Bats game on Saturday night. By the way, the Bats beat, uh, they were the Iron Man Bats. Gaudy, atrocious looking uniforms in honor of Iron Man. But they went out and won the game 10-6. Uh, to 6, Beat uh, Nashville 9-5 to 5 yesterday. They'll be back in action tomorrow. Start a six-game homestand against Columbus. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to Nick Curran, voice of the Bats, on tomorrow's show. Uh, it, I've looked at the forecast. It's not going to be 96 in the shade this week. No, but it's going to be a little rainy, though. might be having some rain to I'll take it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. After this past <laughs> week, I'm supposed to golf Thursday. I was asked last Thursday. I looked at the uh, weather, said, no, thank you. I looked at it for this Thursday, said, you know what? Yeah, give it a try. 81 or 82 is a high. I'm good with that. Uh, by the way. If you're wondering why the Nets turned down the Celtics offer, which was apparently Jalen Brown, maybe Grant Williams, and some draft picks, they want Marcus Smart in the deal. That's the bottom line. Defensive player of the year, the Brooklyn Nets feel like he's a net kind of player, and the Celtics do not want to let him go. Celtics had one of the top three defenses in the league last year. He was one of the reasons why. And... And right now, Jalen Brown is the hot name because he was the best Celtic player in the playoffs. He was better than Jason Tatum in the playoffs. He wasn't better than Jason Tatum throughout the regular season or maybe even the playoffs. But in the finals, Jalen Brown was the best player on the Celtics team. He had the best numbers and he he played the best. He did turn it over a lot but so did Jason Tatum. Because they were handling the ball and they were not point guards. So Jalen Brown, great. Brooklyn's like, yeah, we love Jalen Brown. We'll take him. He's young. He's a lot younger than Kevin Durant, but they want Marcus Smart in this deal, and the Celtics so far are not willing to budge on that on that part of it. And I I hope they don't budge. I hope I hope I hope this doesn't work out. As a Celtic fan, I'm telling you, I hope it doesn't work out. All right. Good weekend. Bad weekend. Let's start with Aaron Judge of the Yankees. Yankees beat Baltimore uh, two out of three. Now they did lose a doubleheader on Wednesday, the first day back from, or Thursday, the first day back from the All Star break to Houston. And I said at the time, look, Houston, in my opinion, is better than the Yankees right now. But nobody's better than Aaron Judge right now. He hit, he's hit four homers this week. That's Thursday doubleheader and three games uh, in Baltimore, which is a tough park to hit a home run in. Over the weekend, he hit four home runs in those five games. Uh, He's got 37. No Yankee. Well, I don't say no Yankee. The only Yankees to have 37 home runs through the month of July, which we're not at the end of yet, by the way, are Mickey Mantle, um, Roger Maris, and Babe Ruth did it twice. Aaron Judge... Did not sign the contract the Yankees offered him in the preseason. He was smart not to do so. He is going to make a whole lot of coin. A whole lot of coin. And he had a great weekend. And look, he's fun to watch. Now, he's 6'7". He plays center field a lot. Plays a little right field, but mostly center field right now. The Yankees have some injuries. Uh, He is an unbelievable athlete. But when you look at Aaron Judge, it is easy to say, it is easy to question whether this is all man-made, right? Or God-made. Let's put it that way. Remember when Barry Bonds hit 73 home runs? If they hadn't walked him, he might have hit 95. If he hadn't taken over 150 walks that year, he might have hit 95 home runs. Nobody wanted to pitch to Barry Bonds, but... He was medically enhanced. Is that a good way to put it, Jim? Medically enhanced. Yeah, you can say that. It's hard to look at Aaron Judge and the physicality that he brings to the game, and and not wonder if that's the case again. Now, I'm naive. I'm an idiot. I'm I'm moronic. I'm uh, an easy sap when where it come when it comes to baseball. I want to believe that everybody's clean now. We've got it cleaned up. You know, there's testing and we haven't had you know Robinson Cano we had him we had we you had some minor leaguers here and there but you know what major league baseball is clean yes yes i want to believe that deep down do i believe it yes i'm going to because i'm i'm a baseball fan i'm deep down going to believe it it's probably not true in my mind, in the back of my mind, I know that's not true, but in my heart and soul, I want to believe it. Because Aaron Judge is fun to watch. He he dives for balls in the outfield. Yeah, he swings and misses a lot, but man, when he hits a home run, it is a, usually a mammoth blast. And he had a good weekend. The Yankees even had a good weekend because everybody else is losing. Even though they won only won two out of three, I, I say only. You're only supposed to, if you win every series you're in. You're the number one seed in the playoffs because you're win, winning two out of three or three out of four every time out. So you win two out of three at Baltimore, and people say they only won two out of three. Baltimore's good, and Baltimore is a good team, even though they're in last place in the American League East. Bad weekend. How about the Mariners and the Red Sox both? How about the Mariners and the Red Sox? Seattle, and I said this to Tony Burke on Wednesday, the All-Star break came at the wrong time for the Seattle Mariners. They had won 14 straight going into the All-Star break. You don't want your All-Star break to come when you're hot. You want it to show up when you're Struggling when you got injuries. The Mariners were hot until this weekend when they ran into the Houston Astros. Houston sweeps three in Seattle. By the way, they play four more in Houston this coming weekend. Seattle, in my opinion, is now done. D-U-N-N, done. They're 51-45. and They are still in the playoff hunt as of right now. Today, they would be the third wildcard team, the final wildcard team. And the other team that had a bad weekend is a team they're just ahead of. That's the Boston Red Sox. Now, I think Cleveland or the White Sox have a chance to come up. I think Seattle's now done. I do. This was emasculating as a team. This was uh, just, you know what? We think we're good. Uh Houston's telling us we're not. And I think Houston's the best team in the American League. Let's be fair. But they won 5 to 2, 3 to 1, 8 to 5. I don't know if the Mariners ever had a lead in the series with Houston. Boston's a whole other story. I'm not Boston was not supposed to be good this year. They were not. But going into the All-Star break, they were 48 and 45. They were in the hunt for one of those wild card spots. And this it was a it was a nice story. They got some good pitching along the way. Uh, they've got Devers and Bogarts, a couple guys, JD Martinez that can pound the ball. Toronto went into Boston this week. <laughs> All right, twenty-eight to five on Thursday, on Friday. Twenty-eight folks. The Major League Baseball modern day record for runs in a game is thirty. They had twenty-eight runs. I think in the sixth inning, I'm going to look that up. They had 28 runs. I'm sorry, they had 27 runs after six innings. They added one in the ninth, and they beat the Red Sox 28 to five. They also beat them four to one and eight to four. So I'm calling it here. I think the Red Sox are done. They're 48-48, and 48, and if the beginning of the year, if you had told me the Red Sox were going to play 500 baseball in that division, I would have said, you're crazy. That's not going to happen. But so far it's happened, but it's not going to continue. So bad weekend Mariners, bad weekend Red Sox. One of them will probably make the playoffs, but it wouldn't surprise me if neither made the playoffs. Because the Guardians and the White Sox and the Twins, are they're going to keep battling in the Central Division. Um, one of those two teams gets in, I think the Blue Jays and the Rays get in. That would leave the Red Sox and the Mariners out. Good weekend, Los Angeles Dodgers. It's always good when you beat your rival. The Dodgers got to come back because the All-Star game was on Tuesday in L.A. They did not play on Sunday. So the Dodgers got to come back on Thursday at home against their arch rival, the San Francisco Giants. 9-6. to six. Five to one, four to two, seven to four—four-game sweep for the LA Dodgers, um, who now are sitting at sixty-four and thirty. They have an eleven and a half-game lead over the Padres, sixteen and a half over the Giants. The Dodgers can cruise from here on in. Uh, it was a good weekend because they got good pitching, which they've gotten a lot from guys you don't know like Tony Anderson, uh, a guy named White. They got guys out there that you don't know that are throwing great baseball. And the lineup is sort of a murderer's row. You got Cody Bellinger, who's a former MVP, batting eighth or ninth in the lineup, on most nights. Dodgers are good, and they had a good weekend again. Bad weekend, Major League Baseball in general. After a great All-Star game where... People were talking about baseball in a good way. Oh, man, did you see these uniforms? Well, maybe you didn't like them. I personally liked them. But did you hear all of the conversations during the game from players? We, ha- we saw Garrett Cole, Max Freed in the dugouts. We had guys in the field wearing mics and, and earpieces. John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge. We had pitchers and catchers talking to the announcers during the game. Alec Manoa for the Blue Jays, Nelson Cortez, Nestor, Nestor Cortez. That's not a real first name, by the way, Nestor. Nestor Cortez and uh, Jose Trevino, the catcher, talking during the game. It was great, and people were loving it, and baseball was putting on a great show and was getting wonderful, critically acclaimed remarks. And then we had the Hall of Fame yesterday. David Ortiz was the big name, former Red Sox world champion, going into the Hall of Fame. Had a great speech, emotional speech, uh, a, a speech that was heartfelt and positive. And Red Sox fans didn't get to see it. Do you know why? Because the Red Sox were playing Toronto and losing to Toronto again during the speech. MLB's got to do better than this. They got to do better. Now, the Red Sox and Toronto. Were playing yesterday, and they don't. Neither team plays today. Why wouldn't you move that game to a, to a night game? I know ESPN has Sunday night baseball. You could have moved that game to five o'clock in the afternoon, and the Red Sox nation would have gotten to see the David Ortiz Hall of Fame speech induction speech, and they would have gotten to see their team play. MLB blew it. They flat out blew the Hall of Fame. Good weekend, and I don't talk about NASCAR on this show. Chase Elliott. See what happened at Pocono yesterday? Denny Hamlin won. Kyle Bush was second. Chase Elliott was third. But in the inspection garage after the race, Denny Hamlin and Kyle Bush's cars were apparently illegal. A little cheating going on in NASCAR? Question mark? No way. The Joe G- both, by the way, part of the Joe Gibbs racing team, that's not good. And Chase Elliott had a good weekend because he never led a lap, he finished third, and he takes home the trophy as the winner at Pocono. Bad weekend, Scott Piercy. The 3M Open, he had a big lead going into Sunday. He had three three bogeys early, a triple bogey on 14. Tony Finau comes from behind, or should I say, Scott Piercy comes from ahead to lose the 3M Open. He shot a 76 on Sunday, third career win for Finau. But the story was not Tony Finau's comeback or Sung J. M. finishing second. The story was Scott Piercy basically throwing up on his own shoes in the middle of a golf tournament yesterday. 76, including a triple bogey on 14. Bad weekend. Take a break. Come back. Talk a little Charles Barkley. And the movie that I loved 42 years ago and I still love today. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Now, it, it, on the X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in the studio. Final segment. Eminem Card Hotline remains open, 502 384 1450. If you'd like to join in on the show, 502 384 1450. Thornton's text line also open at 414 1450. We are right in the middle of summer cash bash at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Rewards member gets ten grand. That happens all summer long with a grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Open your Refreshing Rewards app. That's step one. Click on the summer cash bash icon. That's step two. That's it. There's only two steps. You're entered. You can also earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. Thornton Summer Cash Bash. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, become one now. Text 80313. Text REWARDS to 80313. If you you text blank, you're not going to be a Rewards member. Text REWARDS to 80313 today. I've texted blank before, and, uh, and then I get a question mark back, like, hey, hey dummy, you butt-texted me. That happens. All right, um, some news and notes here. Justin Edwards, number three player in the uh, 2023 class, will be committing tonight at 7 p.m. on CBS Sports Television, CBS uh, Sports Network. 7 o'clock, he's picking between Tennessee and Kentucky. So, uh Hey, all right, there's a wasp in here. This is great. Yeah, I saw him flying around in here earlier. Really. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. The heat will bring that in, <laughs> won't it? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, well, he's not trying to get out of the heat, not in this studio. No. I can tell you that. No. In fact, he looks like he's flailing. He's struggling. <laughs> he looks like I feel. <laughs> but uh, Justin Edwards, number three in the class of 2023 tonight, 7 o'clock CBS Sports Network, if uh, you're so inclined, to, if you're a big blue member of Big Blue Nation, to see where he will end up. Uh, the movie I was talking about, forty-two years ago today, one of the greatest movies of all time. Jim, you know what it is? Forty-two years ago 40, today, nineteen eighty. Well, for me, that would be Empire Strikes Back. That's a but. good call. Good call. But I'm going to go Caddyshack. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. 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 Oh, Chevy Chase is Ty Webb. I could talk about this for a no, whole hour. We? Yeah. I've only got. I'll join you. I've <laughs> only got about ten minutes left, but I could I could go a full hour. Rodney Dangerfield. The late, great Rodney Dangerfield is Al Chervik. Best line from Dangerfield was uh, cemeteries and con, uh, cemeteries and golf courses are the biggest waste of prime real estate <laughs> in the world today. Bill Murray is Carl, the greenskeeper, Carl Spackler. Uh, Ted Knight, the late, great Ted Knight is Judge Smales. Um Spalding, mm-hmm. you're playing golf today. No, I'm not, Grandpa. I'm playing tennis. You're playing golf and you'll like it. How about a Fresca, huh? <laughs> I loved him. Michael O'Keefe Danny, as Danny Noonan. Uh, you had Maggie. You had, of course, nobody. No, I was a junior in high school. So Lacey Underall, mm-hmm. that was it. That was it. Cindy Morgan played uh, Lacey Underall. Uh, Caddy Day at the pool from 1 to 115. That was fantastic. Um, you know, but the match at the end... When Rodney fakes his – breaking his arm and and uh, Carl, the greenskeeper, blows everything up on 18 and the ball falls in the hole. The gopher. We got to kill all the gophers on the hole. Well, check me if I'm wrong, Sandy. But if we kill all the golfers, they'll lock us up and throw away the key. Golfers, Ah, oh, Caddyshack. <laughs> memories. By the way, Caddyshack uh, on IMD – rated R, an hour and 38 minutes. IMDBA 7.2 for a comedy – it might as well be a ten. Mm-hmm. That's that's oh, yeah. that is a great rating. That is up there in Shawshank Redemption. Shaw, Shawshank. Uh, that that's Shaw, Shaw that's Shawshank territory for a comedy. Seven point sure. two. Sure. Uh, but Caddyshack. Forty two years ago today. Number one. That just means I'm old, and I could go watch it right now and laugh all the way through it again. Big Ten media days start tomorrow. I'll talk more about that and when Indiana is going to be um, invited to the podium. Uh, Charles Barkley was on the Dan Patrick show today. Um, was a great get. By the way, before I get to that, the 52nd annual Schnitzelberg Dainty Contest is tonight. Now, you don't know what I'm talking about? I get it. Uh, it's a little game. It's on the corner of Goss and George Hawkway in front of Hawks, H-A-U-C-K, Hawks Store. Uh, five o'clock is when it starts. If you've never been, do yourself a favor. Uh, Terry Miners is promoting it, I know, but, uh, they, they're getting the course ready. There will be plenty of places down there. It's an outdoor thing and it's, you know, the weather should cooperate. It is, uh, there are going to be plenty of places down there to get a nice cold adult beverage, probably some food trucks around as well. Five o'clock down there in the Germantown area where I'm from. If you've never been to the dainty contest, do yourself. It's a one day thing every year. But this is 52 years in a row, so they're doing something right. Get yourself out there. All right, Charles Barkley today was on the Dan Patrick Show. It was a great get because we want to know what Charles is going to do. He met with uh, Greg Norman of the Live Tour, the leader of the Live Tour, on Thursday in Atlanta. They had dinner together. Charles said today he has not gotten an offer. I find that very difficult to believe, that he has not gotten an offer yet. Uh, But he also said, look, here's the deadline. I'm playing Thursday in New York or in New Jersey at the Trump golf course in the Pro-Am. If I don't have an offer by the time I leave that course, that's it. It's off the table. I'm staying with TNT, where, by the way, he still has three years left on his contract with uh, inside the NBA. Um, I think Charles is going to take it. He was asked flat out by Dan Patrick, if you're making $20 million and they offer you $60 million, are you going to go? And he pretty much said, I'd be stupid not to. Yes, I'm going to go. And he doesn't blame any of these players for taking the paycheck. He brought up Phil getting $200 million. He brought up Dustin Johnson getting $150 million. His point was, these guys are independent contractors. The PGA Tour could be gone tomorrow, and they wouldn't have any, any money coming in. It's not going to be, but that's, that was his point. He also understands the criticism he's going to get. Dan Patrick brought up a great point. This is not just about human rights violations in Saudi Arabia, the killing of Khashoggi, the journalist. Right? We all know about that. We all know their human rights record is awful. What we forget, and I forgot, is that 21 years ago, 9-11, 15 of the 18 um, pilots, people who took place in these attacks, 15 of the 18 were Saudis. Now, there are going to be a lot of family members of 9-11 victims in New Jersey, outside of this golf course, on Thursday, protesting. And they have every right to protest. They have every right to do whatever it takes to have their voices heard. Um, and Barkley understands that, he does. But he also says, "Look, everybody has to make their own decision. And if somebody offered you three times your salary right now, it would be difficult not to do- not to go." Charles Barkley makes about twenty million dollars a year, all things included, with his endorsements. He's a Subway spokesman, Capital One. The Capital One commercials with Spike Lee and and Samuel L. Jackson are usually hilarious. Um. He's got a really good contract with Subway. Subway, by the way, trying to get some stores, some restaurants in Saudi Arabia as we speak. Um, and he said, look, if I'm going to lose my TNT job and I'm going to lose all my endorsements and I'm probably not going to get another endorsement because of this, then it's something i got to think about. i got to weigh all of that stuff because I don't want to do that. I don't want to lose all that stuff. However if they're going to triple your salary, if he makes $20 million and they're going to give him $60 million, he says, where's the party because I'm buying. That's basically what he said. I'm going to go. David Faraday, he called out David Faraday as the first announcer, the first big-name television broadcaster to go. He went last week. Uh, but he also made a point of, A, he thinks there's definitely going to be a network deal by the end of the year. What network? Who knows? The networks, the networks that are in talks with Greg Norman and the Live Tour are are definitely afraid to say they're in talks with the Live Tour. They are. It's a band aid you got to pull. David Faraday pulled the announcer band aid. Phil Mickelson pulled the player band aid. You got to rip it off. Once you rip it off, then uh, other people will follow. And Faraday left NBC Golf Channel. He had his own show on Golf Channel. But they made it worth his while. And he wasn't going to, he was not going to be promoted in NBC. Not with Paul Azinger in the grown-up chair. He wasn't. But Barkley said he's heard from a number of other announcers, at least 15, that have been contacted by the Live Tour about becoming Live broadcasters. He wouldn't name them. You can't do that if you're Charles Barkley. You can't say names, but these people have reached out to him and said, what do you think, Chuck? What do you think? Are you going to go? Which he says he doesn't know yet. He says he'll know by Thursday evening. And he will let TNT know by Thursday evening. Let Turner Sports know by Thursday evening. This is getting serious now. This is no longer uh, just watching this little, cute little startup exhibition tour, steal a few players uh, have a lot of loud music they have uh cart girls out there bringing you beverages they have a, you know shotgun start three-day tournament no cuts okay it's it's a little exhibition a little fun to watch everybody's having a good old time now it's getting serious it's getting serious and i don't know who wouldn't go let let's let's start here i don't know who wouldn't go if they're as a golfer if they're offered that kind of money, Rory McIlroy, because of the way he has spoke spoken about it, he has opened up about it. He's he's been loud about it, and he's right now he's the face of the PGA Tour. He is came in second at the Open Championship. Uh had a lot to say when he won his twentieth tournament uh, or twenty first tournament because he was one ahead of Greg Norman at that time. So he the PGA has rallied around. Rory McElroy in his voice. I don't think he would go. Tiger Tigers can't hardly play anymore. Tigers a non-factor here. Justin Thomas I don't think he would go his dad a lifelong PGA tur- PGA member his grandpa was a lifelong PGA member. So Justin Thomas Rory McElroy to me are, those are the two guys and Tiger that won't go. Everybody else the negotiations are open here. And I'm talking Tony Finau, who won this weekend, Xander Schauffele. And I'm thinking of young guys, like Cameron Young, uh, Schauffele, Patrick Cantley. These young guys start going, look out. Look out. And if they get a network TV deal, which Barkley says they will have by the end of the year, look out. Because as I said on this show many times, oil money is unlimited money. The Saudis have an unlimited amount of money. It's not going away. It's like they're printing it themselves. I hope Charles Barkley doesn't go to the live tour. I hope they don't offer him enough, but it sure feels like they're going to and he's going to. And if he does, to me, it's a sad day for golf. It's just as sad a day for TNT's inside the NBA, which I love to watch. I will stay up. Those ten thirty games are over at 1, and that shows on till 2 in the morning. I'm up watching it because it's so entertaining because of Shaq and Barkley. You lose half of that, it's not nearly going to be as good. And that's the selfish reason that I don't want to lose Charles Barkley. All right. Thought I'd end on a bummer today. Why not? Be back tomorrow. Nick Curran hopefully will join me from uh, Louisville Bats Radio. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.